it's been a while. Have you missed me? I was at the coffee shop literally <laughs> 20 seconds ago, so I've definitely not missed you. Well, taking care of business, we're back this week. Me and Lewis have been away for a couple of weeks. We've had Lynette and Paul on last week talking about all things data and the property market report. And now you've got us back to give you a update of everything that's happening in Dubai in the last week or two weeks and give you some information about what might be happening moving forward. Someone said about us yesterday, they were like, they come to us for the most relevant news and they listen to our podcast. I think who I'm Piers Morgan. You can be the other one. What's her name? No, do you know what we're like? We're like and what's deck? no <laughs> tech. Uh, Beatles are not Beatles about the Chuckle Wait, Brothers. We're not the Chuckle <laughs> Brothers. Don't do the news. Who are they doing news for us? Piers <laughs> and who's the woman? <laughs> you could be the woman. What's her name though? I don't know. I'll have to Google it now. Well, anyway, listen. I'm taking care of business this week while Lewis Googles about a woman who's a news reporter. We've got a few things to talk to you about. Dubai feels alive. And I think we're just under three and a half weeks until the World Cup starts in Qatar. And we are expecting a Celia huge... is her name. <laughs> Celia. Yeah. You could be Celia, I'm Piers. <laughs> we're expecting a huge uh, influx of people coming into Dubai to uh, obviously partake and watch the World Cup. So a couple of highlighting things we wanted to share with you today, just with what's happening. Did you know that 166 cruise ships are coming in this winter season obviously a big part of that is people coming in for the world cup and i don't know if you watched um did you watch the program with gary neville when he went to qatar there's this amazing cruise ship two thousand rooms that dock up yeah basically in qatar serving really as a hotel for people because obviously the number of hotel rooms are literally got my point oh really to talk about so i went on to look at the cruise ship because obviously lynette sent through the data when i was looking at the news and it come up about the about the cruise ships in Dubai. I thought, that's great. And then it come up when I Googled it about Qatar and I didn't know anything about it. So I went onto it and I figured out who the, um, it's the MSC, I think it is, MSC uh, Cruises. So it's the Geneva Cruise. Anyway, so it's $2,000 a night, but it's a banging, banging um, new, um, not boats, cruise liner cruise liner um, so they dock up there and then you get the tender to qatar to go and watch the the game now there is a caveat to it i don't know if you've seen it or not but you if you if you're staying on there you can't even buy a ticket you can't you can't even buy a ticket for the boat unless you've got a verified validated ticket for yeah. the world cup so i tried to do it just to test and it's like uh -uh, you need to validate your ticket to buy it so it's literally i think that's the case for anyone and no one is able to get into qatar unless they've got a, a proper ticket and i think it comes with a visa as well but what that means you might think well, why can't i know it's talking about cruises we love cruises <laughs> we do like cruises we're not cruise experts but what that basically means is just under a million people are expected to arrive in dubai's harbor and port rashid obviously this plays a huge part in basically people spending money in Dubai for that you know four to five week period yeah so we anticipate short-term lettings to be massive and obviously hotel occupancy I think if you look at uh, what are we now the 18th of October we're filming this now the occupancy for our um, short-term lettings landlords is at 82% at the moment which yeah. is we're gonna definitely get to 100% so I mean that's at obviously accelerated pricing as well so if you are a landlord at the moment in short-term lettings you are killing it because there there is so many people that they won't even be able to get to Qatar because you need the ticket. So they're going to be flying here to use as, as a base, aren't they? And I think as marketing ranks up with the, with the World Cup, we're getting closer. That fear of missing out, I think you thought you think we'll find there's a lot of 
last minute bookings over the next yeah. two, three weeks. Definitely. People thinking, oh, the World Cup's on, let's spend a bit of time in Dubai and you know, on the off chance, if England get, England get through, if you're in England, big off chance. Out. Yeah, if an off chance we get through, maybe we'll go to one of the games. So 900,000 people, 900, just under a million people on a cruise line. are we spending money in Dubai over the course of that month. It's quite incredible. It is, and what I would say, if you are looking for a cruise, it's cruisecritic.com. They have all the best cruises from all the independent liners, where you can choose based on all-inclusive locations and ports you would like to leave to cruisecritic.com. And if you'd like to sponsor the Cruise Critic, sponsor us, we're more than welcome to collaboration. <laughs> Call us for the collab, we'll go to Qatar. Okay, so we talked about, obviously, people spending money in-country, plays a big part in hotel occupancy, also short-term lettings. Are you surprised to know that some, not all, mm-hmm. some short-term lettings properties at the moment are earning up to 50% more than what a traditional rental might be? No, I don't. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it black and white on the table for everybody watching this. But I think at the moment they will, and they're going to supercharge their revenue. But I think there's a lot of short-term landlords that have maybe felt a bit of pain in the summer because how short-term rentals markets work for anybody that's trying to get their head around it is you get the property, you put it on booking.com, Expedia, et cetera, et cetera, and you obviously correlate bookings onto the property. But if tourism is low in that season, the bookings will generally slow down. So if you are a short-term landlord, you can expect Christmases, uh, late summers, um, you know, October, November, December, January, February to be amazing, but you're going to have a lull, aren't you, in July and August, which we've seen. I think if you're a short-term lettings landlord, it's really important you don't really overanalyze your your property and don't look at it week to week or maybe even month to month. And a, your, a good short-term lettings business should advise you of the highs and the lows in the season Definitely. to make sure that if it is a bit quieter, that your price is, uh, is you know is kind of uh, change accordingly to make sure we we track. We people. just had this, by the way. So a landlord was emailing me last last week. And they've got a property on for us. I can't remember exactly where it's on the Palm Jumeirah. And let's say for instance, they wanted 600 euros a night. It wasn't renting yet at this time. And this is summer period. And we've changed the price to 400 to book it. And we've had to making bookings off it. Now it's below our target price, but that landlord would rather it be vacant than achieve 600 euros a night. Which uh, for me, if I've got a short-term lettings property, I'm not saying I'll take anything, but as long as there's constant trickle of money coming in, and if I have to take a bit less than some, I will. Yeah. But I know when the World Cup's on, you're flying, or the golf, or the F1, or anything like that towards the end of the year when it's a bit cooler. Yeah. Hall- Halloween at uh, Jamir Golf States. Halloween at Jamir Golf States, that's when you're going to make your money. That's yeah. four to five months a year over the course of the year. So, a couple of other things we've got talked about. So, obviously, people, a short term lesson landlord was making big money in the winter series. Uh, season. Series. Series. Wow, that sounds like a baseball event we're going to. So we feel that the Dubai is going to be absolutely packed during the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, then have you seen uh, some of the fan parks here? Yeah, I've been, well, we have been offered to sponsor a couple of the really big ones. And they're like, oh, have you got a quarter of a million dollars? Do you like to sponsor, put your name on? I was like, no, I'll just be a fan. Thank you very much. But there is some, me- everywhere is going all out. I mean, you've got, just next to a sports city, Jamaica Golf States, DIFC, um, you've got one. Yeah, I mean, literally everywhere. But this goes back to talking about Dubai being packed in a moment. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the roads yesterday and even this morning, like it was actually annoying me to the point I was like, this is how I feel when I when the roads are busy. I'm annoyed that I'm in traffic. 
but I'm also happy because when the roads are busy, everyone's renting or buying. So I'm like, you're a customer, you're a customer. But Dubai, I think, is just being set up. It's like 40 days now to the World Cup, isn't it? Well, we haven't got pop- uh, population statistics or anything up to date, but I'm pretty, pretty sure it's going to be quite a decent uplift of from the last count, you know, to, to where things are now. I mean, uh, my uh, our wives are talking about your daughter who goes to school next year, mm. and you now are already talking about putting securing her place for next year of the fear of potentially her not getting a place the following year, which is so true. Big up Brighton College, we're coming there. <laughs> Any discounts, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> no collabs in Brighton College, but if you want a collab, we're collab more with to do something. Head teacher, come here, go. Okay, so next point we've got. So we talk about Dubai being the hotspot. Did you know that Dubai now beats, right now, London and Rome for city breaks? Mm. Very different holidays. I will say this to you. Have you been to Rome before? No. Okay. My opinion, and this is very controversial, Rome is possibly the best walking city in the world over New York, over London. The buildings, it's like London, but all these architectural buildings, whether you know the ones engraved into the, these amazing like buildings to look at all cultural, there's like bars all around the, all around the streets. It's just, it is amazing to walk through. Dubai is a bit different. Dubai, there is no paths. <laughs> there is Ubers there. everywhere. And there is everywhere. Ubers. But I mean, it does have everything, especially at this time of the year. It's going to naturally boom because you have the beach, you have the sea, you have the restaurants, you have everything. Now, I remember if you go back 11 or 12 years ago, maybe 13 years ago, I think Wayne Rooney was still playing. I remember Bob Plimpton one day, oh my God, it's July. I can't believe Wayne Rooney's here. And all these different celebrities walking past him. You don't get that in Coventry. It's just... It is an amazing aspirational place to come all day. So does it surprise me? No, because the weather's good and the lifestyle is good. So I think that's long making. I also believe it was the busiest airport last year as well. Mm, very, very good. Okay, so next point. Loads of new hotels opening. Can they cope with demand? Big up the Atlantis Royale opening in November, hopefully. Uh, any collabs, we're also here for you. Uh, crazy, crazy amounts of hotels opening, but... I think it, just, it correlates again with the amount of people that are living in Dubai. I said, I said this on so many podcasts, it becomes boring. But when I moved here in 2006, population was 1.8 million. I will put my, my life on it. If you fast forward two years, we're going to be at 4 million. So from 1.8 to 4 million. That is Incredible. It, in, insane. And a lot of people, I mean, our MDs just come to, uh, to the, back from the Atlantis for, for the weekend. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. That's what people do. It's not just about holiday makers. It's about people that live here, that go on and enjoy the weekends there. So new hotels open up. There is a lot. Do I think we keep with demand? I think it's the other way around. It's like the property market. For years, people have said the property market is oversupplied. But Dubai is just building at a rate that's more, you know, how many people are moving here? How many friends of friends are moving here? It's, it's frightening. It, it's quite phenomenal. Every person we know or know of in possession between me and my wife at the moment, it's every other month we, we don't know, know some, one, your wife. But no, so, someone, or someone we know, he's, he's moving to Dubai. It's amazing. Two lads from our UK office from Coventry yep. have just moved here. And you know that is just someone's walk of life in Coventry like us. No, at all. There's no relation to Dubai except from us. I, think, I don't think there's many better places in the world right now which allows you so much hope. Yeah. I mean, look, for me, if you take Dubai as a, as a whole, do you know why I think Dubai is better, better place than any city probably in the world at the moment? And this is a massive statement. I honestly think 
Dubai has this entrepreneurial spirit in it that's going to take it with us. And the reason for it is, you take this into context, everywhere in the world at the moment, there is massive problems in there, whether it's the UK, yeah. with everything that's going on with Liz, Liz Truss, Liz Truss yeah. and what she's tried to do in the stock markets in New York. No matter where you go, there's a problem, okay? And a financial issue. Dubai, last year or 18 months ago, in, put VAT into place. So they have 5% of everything that's being spent. They didn't exist ever before into this into the city and the country. But then also corporation tax is about to come in at 9% of the value of all these businesses. That again, goes back to the government. All that money is going to be reinvested back into the UAE and the city. Does that not show you that the bounce back ability or the, the, the entrepreneurial spirit when everyone's down, the entrepreneur pushes forward, do you not see that Dubai is just going to fly? It, it's just some of the decisions they've made in the last couple of years. It makes me as a business owner feel like, wow, like I, I can't see myself leaving here because it's probably the best place in the world to get forward the quickest, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really, really excited. I just think I, I, I'm not surprised why so many people are here because there's, there's probably more people changing their lives here than anywhere else in the world. Well, look, we just talked about the Atlantis before, but I just read the other day that they've hired 2,000 people. Mad. 2,000 for that one building. It's a massive building, but that on its own, that's one hotel. There are hundreds of hotels open. Every single person that's there is going to need a home, whether yeah. it's a room rent or, or co-occupancy, that's what they call it now, isn't yeah. it? Which is one thing to touch on in a minute, why I think um, the property market will continue to boom at the moment. This is my theory. I'm just going to go into that. So 2,000 people have joined Atlantis. They need homes. I don't feel they can build enough homes to supply the amount of people that are coming in. That's my honest theory. Why the, why the price will... Well, if they're only handing up. over thirty to 45,000 properties a year, it sounds like a lot, but actually it's not a lot in comparison to new people Correct. in this country. Look, we're, we're probably higher, let's say, 518 months. <laughs> and we're At one least, company. Yeah. So what, what I was trying to say is that if you take Dubai now... What I think they've done really well, and whether this is just to get with the modern times or whatever reason, as soon as they put cohabitation into the properties, let's say, for instance, you've got one per two people joining, they can now live in one house. Yeah. So it might be a great way to slow down the amount of people coming in that's not creating an undersupply of houses. So not allow prices to jump too much, so people sharing. Yeah, so you can get five people in a five bed now, yeah. rather than legally one in five. So it, it, it stops there being not enough properties in the market by dispersing these people into the houses yeah, and the rental. Uh, we, we talk quite very, very often in the last few podcasts about ultra-luxury property. There's such a demand for it. Yeah. What about ultra-luxury tourism? People coming in and want to stay somewhere which is absolutely jaw-dropping. Is there a market for it? Because what I've basically been reading here is that um, basically the World Islands are starting to price 60 million dirham villas. Sold as well. Yeah. They're selling. But for tourists. People to come and stay. So I, I imagine that they're selling them and then handing them back to the hotel to manage. That's what I can imagine. Um, just talk about the World Islands alone. The World Islands has now handed over the Anantara on the palm where you can roll up on your yacht and you can go and spend the day there or you can um, stay in the resort. Obviously, you've got Zaya, which is handed over, which is 75 million Maldivian mansions on the water. You've got the heart of Europe, which has got apartments like Saint-Tropez, They've got the Sweden villas, which I think, don't quote me on this, 40 million for a Swedish, Sweden. And they're building them. I mean, when, when the world was originally, original concept was there, I did say, who's going to live there? Because mm. 
do you really want to go to Spinney's on your boat? <laughs> and like, how do you get Deliveroo? And these question marks. Do you think they're like very much holiday places? Yeah, I think, I think that, I don't think it's going to be long-term residency. There'll be people living here that want a weekend break or it will be hotel residences that, that they give back to the resort to manage. That's where I, th- I can imagine it going. Do you, can, do you think they'd take any, any tourism away from Maldives? The Royal Islands? Because oh, Maldives three and a half hours away. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. It's very tempting. If, you, if, if you're in uh, if you're in Dubai and someone goes, oh, it looks like the Maldives here. The only difference is there. You, you, the, 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 I don't know if sea creatures are the wrong word. <laughs> what do you call them? The, um, what do you call them? The sea? The sea, the sea animals? <laughs> Fish? No. Um, I don't know what they're called. The, the, the fish in the fish sea. sea animals. So the sharks and the stingrays and all that. There, there is a there's a bit of magic to the Maldives and being in the middle of nowhere. I don't think it will take away from there, but I do think it'll add another dimension to yeah. Dubai's tourism. It's not just city break. You can also enjoy the Maldivian style break. We've got two more things to follow up on, and you'll be glad to know it's property related. Um, not fish related. Not fish related. Marine. Or, marine or, life. Or cruises. Marine, marine life. life. There we go. So. In the last 12 months, which is something we've pulled up from Felice Times today, Dubai property transaction volumes and number of properties sold is up 33.4%, according to CBRE. Off plan, however, it's increased 51.4% in the last 12 months, and secondary markets sales, 17.3%. So there seems to be a huge surge surge and appetite for people buying nice and new shiny properties off plan. There's been some amazing launch stores and I mean just some some things for people to know about. So the the Al-Andalus town apartments launched today and I know there's a queues for that and they sold out on the spot with expressions of interest. There's been um, Raven Ranches 3 and another launch that's completely sold out to what to my knowledge. Uh, there's also the uh, one next to the Burj Al Arab Bondi Properties. Yep. Uh, do you know the name of it? I can't remember off my head. Like really nice development right next to the Burj Al Arab. Sold out straight away at the Coca Cola Arena. I mean, for me, I sit there in disbelief, and I think as a broker, forget being an, an investor or an owner, I think I can't even get near the launches. We yeah. can't. Some and this is mad saying this. If you're not in property, we are also from also. I think we're quite a strong brand in the market. There was just multinationalities from all around the world investing into this property, and us as a brokerage can't get near it. it shows the demand for the for the uh, off plan so it's exciting i think the 17 percent growth in 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 resale is is twofold really first of all it shows confidence because it's obviously a bit of massive boom anyway but i think we have to consider that just off plan has been super super successful i think off plan may be surged i mean that 51 percent is a huge number is that is that to do with a lot of eastern european money russian money come in we don't know well, it's a big, big, big number. There was a report out last week saying that another agency's number one buyer was Russian. Mm-hmm. Ours is still British, isn't it? It is, yeah. British and India. British Russian Indian. was, it's the first time it's been in the top five probably ever in the business yeah. in, in history. So it tells us a lot there. Yeah. I mean, we, we just sold a, a, a substantial villa on the farm to a Russian client. So um, that's not normal for us to be in that level of transaction. So... They're definitely there. But again, my, my theory with nationalities is that I think if, if you are Russian, generally you go to a Russian-speaking agent and that's it's not our strength here at the moment, is it, unfortunately? No. Before we wrap up, uh, Lynette Saketo, our head of data and digital transformation, done a video a few days back about the golden visas. And we've been having loads of questions and people asking about, okay, what, what, what is it? How do you do it? What, what, what are the rules? 
you just want to recap a little bit about golden visas and some of the things that you need to do? Golden visas, if anybody wants to know, it is 10 years. So what that means to someone that's not in Dubai, if you are a resident of Dubai, um, you have a two-year residence visa, so you take employment, then then take your blood to make sure that you're in healthy condition, then normally do a chest x-ray on you to make yep. sure that you're good with pasta every time so far. Yep. Um, and then you would apply for your visa, which is two years, and renew it for two years and go through the same remigramol, is that yep. the word to Rigmarole, you? yeah. Yeah. Um, new golden visa, purpose behind it, which I know it's been talked about in the press a lot. Basically, keep it here long-term, not in a two-year plan, they've got a 10-year plan. Um, but there's a certain caveat to getting the 10-year visa. Those are, first of all, 2 million in paid-up cash on your primary property. So that, what that basically means is if you own a property, let's say, <clears throat> for 6 million dirhams, you bought it for six, key thing, you bought it for 6 million, okay? You must have at least 2 million dirhams paid up in cash. Now, to add to that, if you have, let's say, three properties and you have a million dirhams in your villa you live in, Okay, your other two properties that are investments, you may have 500,000 dirhams each and paid up cash and the rest is either mortgage or whatever. Providing it all meets the two million, you can merge all of them together. There is a caveat though, isn't there? Yeah, so my caveat understanding of this is that if it's, they don't base it on the new valuation. So i.e. if you buy a house two years ago, and your house has gone up 30%. They don't care about that. They want to know what you bought it for versus what you've got paid in it. Yeah. And the most important thing, all they're interested in is, do you have 2 million dirhams worth of paid up capital in any of these properties? And the key thing is, is if you, if you own a property in joint names, let's say husband and wife, for argument's sake, um, they will account your shares because if it's husband and wife, it will be 50-50 ownership typically on a, on a title deed. They'll account the title deed at 100%. So if I'm buying a property today, I have three properties. One has a million dirhams paid up, one has 500,000, another has 500,000. I own both my wife. I would then be allowed to go and get a gold. Both of you? Both, both of us, okay, yes. Okay, so you, the, if you've got a shared title, do you, they class the capitals 100%, they don't split the capital? It would be sing, a single person applying for the golden visa. So essentially, I'd be applying for it, yeah. and I'd then sponsor my wife. Okay, so she couldn't have one herself? No. Well, she, she technically could, but it'd be one it would be a lot easier doing the sponsorship for me. In today's modern world, she could get the gold visa and sponsor you. Technically speaking, and it's independent of your employment visa as well. Oh, wow. It's like separate, separate from that. Um, so the process is it's ongoing, but we now know what we need. We need to make sure we've got two, uh, two million dirhams in paid property. Off-plan properties right now are not showing in the system, so only accounts to secondary properties, but we expect that to change early part of next year. I've got one last thing I want to talk about that got brought to my attention yesterday. So a good friend of mine called me yesterday. And this is just for anybody who wants property advice. This is probably the best advice I give somebody that's interested in property. And me and Carl have done this for I mean, 30 years between us now. It's, oh, it's wait, I've, I've been doing it 20, 22, 23 years on my own. Oh, oh yeah. So I've been doing 20 years? Yeah, about, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm old. Um, and someone asked me yesterday, should I buy a property uh, at the moment with the prices currently high and my answer to them was that they brought up the interest rates as well so we did an analysis yesterday talking about interest rates if you bought a three million dirham property today at four percent it's thirteen thousand eight hundred dirhams if the interest rate goes to eight percent which is catastrophic really supposedly isn't it yeah it's sixteen thousand yeah so the repayment's not that heavy so when this lady said to me look i'm thinking about buying a house but i'm worried about the interest rates etc etc et i said to her this let me ask you a question 
if you bought a house now that went down, would you buy it with a higher interest rate or would you buy it, re-rent your next house with a 50% increase on rental income? There are your two options. You pay a little more on the interest or you 50% increase in rent. Long term, it is physically impossible to lose. Now, I just want to leave you with this before you jump in. A house can go down 5% every year because you have a 20-year loan at 5% a year every year, which makes it the biggest crash in the history of property. Your value is worth zero. But in that time period, your house is worth nothing, your mortgage is cleared, you have no payments, you still have a house. This person that rents for 20 years and pays the rent and gets, in 20 years, they owe nothing. So there is no winning scenario for being a tenant. And I think with the prices the way they are today, we'll leave it at this, the prices where they are, it is actually more cost effective on monthly spend to rent to buy a house Definitely. than is renting the rental prices being so high. We'll leave it with that. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Like, subscribe. Tweet us, do whatever you need to do to make sure uh, you follow us and give us some reviews. Cheers, guys. Bye.